All right. There we are in all of our glory. Hello. Hello, everyone. Let me just say welcome to Talking Heads, episode 211. Your once week live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. I'm Red. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this completely uneventful, nothing at all happened in the last week episode. (laughs) (laughs) If this is your first time seeing the show, thank you so much for joining us. We talk beer, we talk tech, we talk games, pop culture, entertainment, usually some Star Trek. All Super Chats are read on the air, so long as they do not permanently demonetize my channel. We drink alcohol on the channel, and if you're drinking along with us, alcoholic or not, let us know in the chat, and we'll give some early show shoutouts as we go along. And if you like the content you see on this channel, and want to help support me and what I do, consider joining the Patreon. Link is over in the video description. As a bonus, you can join the exclusive Discord server, where you can talk with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, all the hosts from Talking Heads, and join the ever-growing and awesome community that hangs out over there. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Already got uh, people calling out my microphone cover again. If y'all remember, uh, (laughs) uh, GI Pilot uh, gave me some money to buy some new covers, and uh, they were supposed to be here weeks ago, and uh, they were reported undeliverable for some reason. So... Um, I bought a whole pack. I've got one of every color that actually fit the microphone. Ooh. Um, but, um, yeah, between this show and the last, I, I put this one back on. So <laughs> I, I'm so sorry y'all that have let you down, especially to GI pilot. Yep. Yep. Oh, Rhett, how was, uh, how was your week? Uh, completely uneventful. Nothing, nothing new in my life, uh, in my, you know, life. Um, mm-hmm. nice and quiet, getting lots of sleep. Um, mine was pretty much the same, you know, <laughs> not- <laughs> uh, nothing relevant worth talking about. I don't think, oh wait, there was this one thing. Uh, so I actually almost queued up last week's video because we introed talking about how my wife and I are waiting on pins and needles for baby number three to arrive um so Rhett and I did the show last week we had a good show and uh finished up at 10 p.m signed off and we're just kind of shooting the breeze afterwards and uh Rhett and I talked for a couple minutes and then we we wrapped up and we were going to go hit the after show uh over on the exclusive discord server get joined up uh so I walked upstairs really quick to to get a glass of water and my wife is meeting me down on our landing. We have a split level house. So she met me halfway on the stairs and said, uh, so my water just broke. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is at 10, 15. Uh, yeah, it was like right after. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, we got grandma called over here and we headed to the hospital and at three Oh eight AM, uh, baby X was born. Uh, eight pounds, 13 ounces, 20.5 inches long and two and a half weeks early. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Uh, and that is something it was, it was quite an eventful day. My, my wife loves these late night trips to the hospital. Uh, I, our first kid was born at 10 45 PM. Our second one, we had to leave for the hospital at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she can't be bothered to like interrupt the rest of her day. Like, you know, go into labor at 2 PM. Right. No, <laughs> no, 
nonsense no. she's got stuff to do she's a mom yeah you know how you know how they are they like to get it all done before right marching off to the hospital so exactly yeah so that's impressive yeah no kidding um yeah i'm not gonna get into too many details this one was a little rougher than our previous two just gonna say that much uh but mom and baby are both completely healthy they are doing fantastic we are obviously back home uh we only spent 36 hours in the hospital in total like we were in out and and off we go a couple reasons for that number one he did remarkably well for as rough of a delivery as as it was. Uh, and number two, we didn't want to spend another minute in that hospital. No offense to the fine staff at Salem Hospital, uh, but the facility could use a little bit of a nip and tuck. Is <laughs> what I'll say. Uh, yeah, and between that and pandemic and everything else, like they just reopened the wing that we were in because yeah. because it was being used for COVID treatment. And now it's mm. back to a, a mother baby nursing center. It's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a weird experience with uh, Salem health as well. And, yeah. and you know, if you get into the politics of it, it's like, they're really not like the greatest company of all time, yeah. but glad that, uh, y'all got through and looks like Jeff might have a little surprise for us. I do. Oh, there he is. Look how precious he is. There he is, all f- seven days old as of today. So, mm. yep. Tomorrow, yeah, well, today's day seven. It's close enough. We're within seven hours. You know how I know that? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just going to count it today. Uh, anyway, here, oh. here is baby X. He does this a lot. That that is sleeping. Yeah, yeah. lots and lots Listen of sleeping. Those little, those little baby grunts. Yes, he's very talkative, uh, very curious. Oh, I'm gonna lose that. All right. Very curious. Looks around a lot. Of course, he's not gonna wake up here. No, no, no. Why would he? Do? Oh, maybe, maybe there. Oh, there's some eyes. There's there's some eyes. He's thinking oh, about he's it. So upset because you took the binky away, I Dad. Know. My what are goodness. you doing? My goodness. Oh, there he is. All he wants to do is be swaddled and have something to suck on. There he is. And you're taking that away from him. I know. <laughs> oh. Yep. So, like I said, he is happy and healthy despite his uh, his protest at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Is that better? Yeah. Is that better? Can you at least oh, tell the people hi the- now? Nope, Look gonna at go all back the to peace sleep. on his face after that. <laughs> Just songs right out back out. immediately. <laughs> yep. So he's awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Especially at number three. Oh, well, I didn't do that one. Yeah. But he doesn't know. Look at him. He's looking for yeah, it. I know. I didn't do that one. That was all oh. you. God, that kills me how cute he you is. You little turkey. You little Look turkey. looking for it. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to die how cute he is. Now he's fully awake because he needs to oh. find that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, all three of my kids were born with uh, full heads of hair. <laughs> so X is no different. Yep. Oh. But, but he dropped the binky, so he's upset for a second time now. All right. There we go. 
It's dinner time? Yeah. That's why he's Aww. dropping the binky is his dinner time. Yeah. So. All right, kiddo. There you go. Bye, Mr. <laughs> X. Dude. <laughs> How precious. That was awesome. That has been so much fun. Like I bet. Yeah. Definitely some of the hardest days of your life, but all simultaneously the best. I mean, I, I know, Rhett, you've got a kid and... Yeah, you, you know every bit of that. So yeah, well, yeah. I don't. I don't have three of them, but um, I do have one. And yeah, man, it's it is one of those things. Like you get a look back. Like it sucks when it's all happening and you're tired and you're sleep deprived mm -hmm. and the baby's crying and it's like you know it, it's like that. Those cries are specifically designed to just like ripple up your spine yeah. and like wake you up no matter what. That that's just biology, you know. Yeah, I'm a scientist. Trust me. Um, <laughs> But then it's over and it's like really wasn't that long of your life. And right. you, you kind of get a look back on it. Yep. Uh, with a lot of joy. So, yep. No, uh, it was funny because uh, uh, the first couple of kids, we we, you know, we could basically both stay up in the night and, and, and whatnot and, and work on both kids mm -hmm. or work on the kid, you know, hey, I'm going to take first shift, you take second shift kind of thing. Well, now one of us has to be fully functional during the day because I have almost a nine-year-old and a four-year-old. And so, yeah. uh, so my wife has been being the champ and she's been taking the night shift and then taking naps during the day. And, and I've been taking the, the day shift and doing the cooking and cleaning and, and taking care of the other two. Um, it's been great. I've, I've only spent like 30 minutes in my office since last Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. so I, I took the whole week off. This is literally my first time sitting back in this chair since I Good. got up to <clears throat> go get a drink of water and what I thought I was going to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, funny. I came back, I came back and you were like in the super secret chat, like, okay, bye everybody. And I had to like ask everyone. I was like, what, what's happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw you poke in right as I was yeah. trying to get off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What's hat? Why is he going?" Yeah. Someone's like, "He's having the baby." I was like, "Oh, oh, wow, that was like, geez, right away." We were just talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I uh, and I bet, and you know, that's that that's like the joy of like working for yourself at a time like this. It's like you know, there's there's like added money stress, of course, but yeah. like you don't have somebody that is just egging you on to come back hey so to work, so but... when are you gonna come back like yeah yeah um my first time round, they were awesome i took uh three full weeks off and then i did three weeks at halftime and uh and so essentially six weeks off and i, I think i worked tuesday thursday uh mm. during the the second set and uh and so i took a lot of time off i was not available i was wasn't even on call during the majority of that it was fantastic uh nice. the second set not so much like i i took two solid weeks off and then it was like hey, you're coming back yet you know and right. uh not not as great of an experience and this time around it's like i don't even have to worry that things are getting taken care of because i know they're not getting taken care of right <laughs> you know, there's this, right there's this weird calm about like yeah i know things aren't getting done but i'll do them when i'm ready right well that's that's the thing yeah it's yeah you're answering to yourself you know right. what fires need to be put out when you come back yep. it's you're tracking it it's good yep. and if 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 a bridge gets burned or 
you know something falls through the cracks well whatever you'll do your best to fix it or what or or not and yep. if, it, if it's unfixable then it doesn't matter right you'll you'll find the next I'll, thing. I'll move on so. to the next thing the next whatever yeah, yeah. so yeah uh well Anyway, yeah, you were going to say something. Go for it. No, I was just going to like hit some of these super chats real quick because yes. we got uh, we got Kren in here with a good A and a five uh, Australian bucks. Uh, congrats to Jeff. Um, yeah, I second that. Congrats to Jeff. And thank you, Kren, for the five bucks. Uh, Echo Echo, the five dingery dudes. There you go. I was trying to look for a good five dollar dues. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like five dollar, five upside down dollars or something. It didn't work. Yeah, we'll get there. I'll come up with a good one. Thank you. Good. Pity laugh. Yes, he's he's developed a really good <laughs> fake laugh as a dad for his his third stint as a dad. Uh, Echo Echo one dollar. No chat attached to it, but thank you, I Echo. Think, all the same. Oh no, he's he's got a five dollar. Next one. Yeah. There you go. That's what I was looking for. Perfect. Yeah. You know, I've never seen them talk about Star Trek. Just saying. Well, that's, I mean, you must not be around here that often, Echo. Tonight may be your night. Like, just for you, we'll end the show with some Star Trek talk. We usually keep it for the very end because some of the audience really likes it. Some of them really don't. (laughs) There has to be a Star Trek tie-in with Parenthood. Yeah, and uh, I'm really thinking about Lakswana Troy. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> How about when Data tries to become a dad? Yeah, uh, he creates uh, and and the lol. and the joke sails over her head. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> lol. <laughs> I don't know what the joke is. Well, no one knows the episode, but everyone knows the GIF, and that is. Uh, Data has a ball and he throws it at Lol and uh, it hits Lol in the chest and then she goes <laughs> oh. and then she looks to Jordy for approval and he goes eh. <laughs> nice yeah it, it's a great gif and and it they they annotate it with like joke and point and yeah see I my my friend group in high school was so stupid that we used to say acronyms and so like it's like obviously a lot of people sometimes say raffl you know mm. r-o-f-l raffl yeah maybe they don't say it but they say it when I've they're describing it. it okay well <laughs> shut up uh well anyway my friend started saying lol for lol uh-huh. And so if somebody would say something funny in real life and it was like worthy of a nod, but you didn't have like a laugh in you for it, you'd just be like, lol. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, I don't know why I shared that with every stranger <laughs> on the internet just now, but there we are. Then we got Big Big Spoon for $4.99. Welcome to the world, little one, and congratulations, Jeff. Thank you, I also second that. Um, thank you, Spoon. Forrest H. Armstrong, $5. Happy seventh day to Baby X. Here, here. And here's to seven more and seven more after that ongoing. Hopefully more than seven. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I said ongoing. You <laughs> we'll, know? we'll do a rolling seven. How's that? Yeah, that's, that's the term I was looking for. <laughs> Uh, anyway, All right. someone asked me what I was drinking. That was uh, Novella Hub. Uh, I am having, well, 
let's just start with it's the most wonderful time of the year because it's winter ale season. Like, did you buy that case at? Did you get that at Costco? This one? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I did not. It's probably in the Costco case, but it is. Uh, <laughs> That's why I was curious because yeah. I saw it too, and I was like, eh. yeah. Uh, so. <sighs> Whitmer's kind of a, a weird one because they come out with some decent beers, but none of them are like fantastic. Uh, the one most people know is probably the Widmer Hef or the the Hefe, as they call it, even though the Germans are going. Mm. Uh, but uh, one of the beers that I really like from them is their Burr Hoppy Red. Uh, it's a seasonal beer, comes out in the wintertime, and it's a Northwest hopped red ale. And it's delicious. Nice. So. Yeah, absolutely. It looks delicious. Um, well, I myself, I haven't opened it yet, but I have a Freem Hazy IPA mm. that I'm looking forward to. Not seasonal because, well, I just don't believe in seasonal drinks. So um, here we go. I've never had this before. I mean, I do believe in seasonal drinks. I know that they're real. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't mean that like, they're a fairy tale. Rhett's going, I've never seen a Goose Island. Because <laughs> you weren't nice no. the other 12 months of the year. That's true. Too naughty. Mm -hmm. oh. Harley sends over $10 for some caffeine funds. Thank you very, very much. I will pass those along to the producer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some hopped red ales forget to be malty, uh, though. Uh, this one does lean that way where it, it definitely has some malt poking through the center of it, but I, I always wish this one was just cranked up a little bit. Um, if you want a really good hopped red ale, uh, Ninkasi Dawn of the Red is usually the one that I recommend going to, yeah. uh, where it's very hoppy, very Northwest hoppy in the very beginning and then immediately shifts over to the classic Irish red malt. Uh, and it's just delicious. But I like this one when it comes out. I, I usually get a six pack of it. Novella Hub drinking an Adroit Theory 200 Russian Imperial Stout with toasted coconut, cacao nibs, peanut butter, pretzels, and maple syrup clocking in at 14%. Whew. He cracked that one open just for baby X. Probably. Novella Hub, I salute you, sir. I'm expecting a lot of big beers today because tomorrow's a holiday where we all have to go see our in-laws. And yeah. none of us have to work. So, well, some of us have to work. Yeah. yeah. A lot of us probably have to work, yeah. Jeff. No. Not me. Not me. <laughs> I go back to work Friday. <laughs> That's there my plan. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Working holidays. Yep. Sucks. Yep. Uh, one nice thing about the pandemic is a lot of the stores are starting to go back away from doubling down on, we're going to make our employees work Thanksgiving so Karen can get her extra 3% off this item yeah. that we surreptitiously marked up 3% two weeks earlier. Uh, so it's been great for that. We're going back to traditional Black Friday with the exception of like Macy's. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of neat. I'm I'm glad to see. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it was uh, uh, looking at like getting some last minute orders in and like so many places were just like, 
like we'll have this couple hour window of which you can pick up stuff but like yeah there's not going to be anything on wednesday there's not going to be anything on friday yep like your stuff will be outside our front door for two hours on thursday and then we're going home to our family it's like yeah. we don't want to we don't want to talk to you it's gonna be outside yeah we'll make sure no one runs off with it but yeah it's like, every okay, every cool. store that i've seen uh uh they have signs that they're closing at 1 p.m and we won't open until you know seven o'clock friday or six o'clock friday and it's like right. awesome that's how it should be you know why yeah. because people have families and they'd like to spend time with them right yeah and that's the thing you know and i i hate i i have tried for years and years and years to like draw the line of like look it's thanksgiving day i'm not going to the grocery store if we if we forgot something mm -hmm. we forgot something mm -hmm. and like without a doubt i usually end up going just because i want to make things easier for everybody but it's like and so like kudos and thank you to the people that are working but like right. gosh i wish you didn't have to and and, and I, I mean wish i could support that by not doing it there's this a, year is the year right I swear there, there's a couple of staple stores that stay open i appreciate that 7-eleven stays open I appreciate that that there's, you know, some stores like that where it's one or two people who work on Thanksgiving, but they signed up knowing it. And you know what? Not everyone needs that time off, but it's the stores like Walmart where there's 70 mm. people in the store. Maybe yeah. let them go home for a few hours. Like, yeah, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. Well, and then a lot of a lot of retail workers too. It's like maybe they have Thanksgiving off, but mm -hmm. then they got to be in at 10 p.m. to like right. prep for the madness. Yeah, so silly. Yep. Well, anyway, talking about a holiday that probably <laughs> half of our audience right now does not celebrate. <laughs> yeah, probably. But Maybe what are you going to do? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. let's get into some tech news, as there actually was some tech news that happened while I wasn't reading anything. Uh, starting with a little bit of speculation, uh, and that is that there's been a distinct absence of boot camp and Windows compatibility on the new M1 Mac laptops and, and desktops, for that matter. Uh, a lot of this was wrongly placed at the feet of Apple for locking down their systems and whatnot. Actually, Apple's M1 Max have an unlocked bootloader. And in fact, there's already some people getting, uh, they've already gotten Linux shells working on them and they're working on getting uh, graphics drivers and some other things. But as the architecture is so wildly different from anything else out there, there's not a lot to go on. Now, Apple could provide drivers just saying uh but that hasn't happened yet but apple didn't lock down the bootloader on their m1 max uh rather it's been windows who has not been playing ball in the arm playground uh the speculation now is that microsoft likely has an exclusivity deal with qualcomm where they will only offer windows on arm to qualcomm based cpus and as Apple manufactures their own, uh, they are technically outside the license and contractual agreements of Microsoft. Uh, that deal, however, could be coming to an end very shortly. Uh, the rumor is that as of the beginning of the year, Microsoft will no longer be bound to that Qualcomm agreement unless they decide to re-up. But I... I have a hard time thinking that would be in Microsoft's best interest to re-up. 
Uh, but as of the beginning of the year, you might be able to start putting Windows 11 on your Mac laptop again. Finally. Yeah. Every Apple user's dream. You know, uh, I first made the leap to Apple laptops because of bootcamp interoperability. Uh, where I, I've had Mac uh, hardware in the past as far back as, gosh, the 90s. Uh, my desktop in college was a, a G3 tower. Uh, plus, I had a gaming PC as well. But, you know, I, I've always dabbled in both environments. Uh, but I've always had Windows laptops. That is until 2008 uh, when the MacBook came out with Intel Core 2 Duo and you could also boot Windows on it. And I went, well, now I can take Apple on the road and also have my Windows desktop. Sweet. And it was. Uh, and I've had Apple laptops pretty much ever since uh, with very few exceptions. But... Going to an all Apple laptop where that was not an option with the M1, that actually does raise a couple of issues for mobile professionals, for people who are on the go and might need more than one environment to work on and don't want to rely on virtualization. Sometimes bare metal is really the way to get things done. Uh, so this opening up and having the option to run Windows 11 again on Apple uh, hardware, that is a pretty big deal, uh, especially as gaming becomes more and more prevalent uh, on open platforms, not necessarily bound to x86, uh, and especially as graphics APIs get opened up. So, you know, Vulkan OpenGL become more popular in, in lieu of DirectX. Uh, you might be actually able to game on the M1 MacBooks for real instead of just uh, pretending you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's good. I think things like this obviously are good for the consumers all the way. So mm -hmm. Apple and Microsoft don't need help protecting their billion dollar market shares. No. And gosh, that has been one of the most frustrating things of doing doing series on Linux and Microsoft and, and Steam OS and gaming and, you know, promoting Apple, defending Apple, shunning Apple, etc. is I, I try to call things based on, is this good for consumers? I, I usually try to put my mind in, is this a company thing or is this actually good for consumers? Like we talked about last week with Apple opening up parts closets for the iPhone. Is this actually good for consumers or is this Apple trying to maintain control of a closed ecosystem? And if they're going to put core charges onto parts uh, and they're going to limit who can buy them and you have to provide a return or you have to prove ownership of something and you can't buy 10 at a time and, and all these other restrictions, that's not good for consumers. That is still Apple maintaining control, therefore Apple bad. But regardless of whatever opinions I have, 
people will come out and defend Apple for being able to do that. Well, it's their company and they don't have to sell parts if they don't want to. You're right. And I don't have to buy the parts if I don't want to either. But the point is, the uh, the idea of right to repair is you should be able to have access to those parts to repair the device that you bought. We should not be in a throwaway economy. And mm-hmm. here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sort of tangentially related to that, just, you know, the mention of a throwaway economy reminds me of the fact that, like, most of the plastic pollution out there in the world was um, produced, like, just in, like, the last 15 years. Like, more than half of the plastic that's ever been produced since the invention of plastic has been, like, in the last 15 years. Maybe don't directly quote me on that, but it's close to something like that. Um, So, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe let our things last longer. (laughs) Let us fix our things. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So frustrating. Yep. But no, let's ban straws. That'll that'll take care of the... uh... Hey, hey. uh, It has fixed all of the i don't see videos of turtles with straws in their nose anymore jeff okay so you know ever soft. since we went to the closed top uh six pack holders you know sea turtles have been thriving so it's true it's true that and i mean who who was it i think we did a story on talking heads months ago somebody made like a fish food uh six pack mm. ringer I don't know. It was like yeah, there was there the was ocean. a biodegradable and or biodegradable and edible six pack ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, more power to you. I'm there, man. Is that Miller? I want to say it was Miller that was experimenting Maybe, hey, with that. Good for them. You got the money, right? Um, we do got a couple super chats. Alan CB. Not everyone follows American holidays. Some prefer to work those days and take their holidays on other days. And that is very true. In fact, when Jeff was talking about um, talking about 7-Eleven, the 7-Eleven in my neighborhood growing up was um, owned by this Vietnamese dude. And he was like super old and cool. And like he would always work all of like the quote unquote like American or Christian holidays. Right. He just like did not and it send his workers home. He was a cool dude. But like he loved to work those days just because mm-hmm. like, you know they were usually easier. People weren't like storming into a store most times on those days. Right. And his guys got a day off. So I don't know. I was pretty young. So maybe he had other motives. Maybe he just, you know, wanted, I don't know. Does the owner of a store pay himself? Does he get overtime in that regard? Depends on how you set up your business. Um, uh, Some people give themselves a salary. Me, I take my expenses for my house just right out of the business. Mm-hmm. I, I I transfer a cut from from the business to myself for whatever my monthly expenses are going to be for that month, and then it it all counts as income for me anyway. So regardless yeah. of where it gets taxed, it gets taxed somewhere. Yeah. So sometimes twice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so depends on how the business is set up. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's just collecting that sweet sweet holiday overtime for himself or right. something. You know, that way he doesn't have to pay his workers. That I don't know. Right. He was a cool dude though. I, I whatever his motives were, he was always there on Thanksgiving. Yeah, three doors down. 
uh, not the band. Just <laughs> that's how far away the Seven Eleven was from my house. <laughs> I drank a lot of Mountain Dew as a kid because it was fifty cents for a uh, double gulp uh, refill. Right, sixty four ounces, man, fifty cents. I was outraged when it got boosted to seventy five cents, and now it's like a buck fifty or something mm-hmm. to refill that bad boy. Over it. Yep. But they sell pizza now, so like you win some, you lose some, Jeff. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Uh, Drake sends over $5. Tell the producer she did a great job. Now back to dealing with the slow transfer of data over gig network. Uh, 10 gigs soon, hopefully, and yay, baby X. Thank you so much, Drake. I do appreciate it. Uh, I think you DM'd me earlier this week, and I think I was like in and out of consciousness when that happened. So I, I know I know you sent me a congrats DM, and I didn't respond. I don't think I responded. Maybe I responded, and maybe I was half asleep, but... I do appreciate the uh, the good thoughts, the good words, the good vibes. So, thank you. Heck yeah. Uh, I've been in and out of consciousness a lot <laughs> last yeah. week. You know, it's like looking back on that, like, granted, I've only done it once, right? Yeah. Um, but it's like looking back on that time, it was so weird because, like, I love that and I'm not saying like I did well or I, that I'm better than anybody. Like, no, like I, I struggled, but I, I love weird schedules yeah. like that. So like being up for a few hours in the middle of the night and then like trying to catch some sleep and then being up for a few more hours. And like, I, I don't know. I, I really like that. There's something that just like brings me back to my childhood when I, I don't know why <laughs> there's probably something like deep seated in there somewhere, but like, yeah. I, I do like that 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. stretch as long as you're meaning to do it. Like mm-hmm. like if you're up and you're working on a project and you're you're pissed off at the world, it's not a good time. But right. but I love that time where it's like you just happen to wake up, you don't have anything to do that day, and it's just quiet. And yeah, man. you're alone with your You thoughts. got the whole world to yourself. Right. It's um, like doesn't matter. You got it all to yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last night, uh, the producer, uh, shook me about three o'clock in the morning and went, uh, I'm done. I, 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 I've been up for like, like I finally got him back to sleep and then I couldn't fall asleep and I just started dozing off and now he's up again and I I just can't. I went, okay, not a problem. I got you, you know? And, uh, so, so I got him back to sleep and, and he tossed and turned for like 20 minutes or so. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go take him snuggle in on the couch and, uh, and we'll sleep there. And he and I slept on the couch. He slept, slept on my chest until like six 30 in the morning. Nice. <laughs> that was wonderful. I mean, I, yeah, just, I, I love that. Just got to sit there and, and snuggle him. And like I said, the world is quiet. There's not a car driving by or anything. It was just, I watched awesome. a lot of clone wars like that baby <laughs> on the chest mom's in the bedroom trying to catch some sleep Yep. Mm. feeding him and he doesn't want to be fed he wants the real deal mm-hmm. he's super pissed off at me You're like hey Oof. i don't got the right stuff man sorry <laughs> yeah oh man yeah well i think i told you before it's like uh when when we were going through it it's like i i had this kind of like five hour stretch that for like the first like two two and a half three months or so was like my stretch and it was from it was like from like seven or eight to like two o'clock in the morning and uh 
yeah it was kind of it was kind of great because i i we got him onto a schedule kind of like quick enough and all this Mm -hmm. sort of stuff by the time i got him i could put him in the swing i could play some computer games he'd wake up at like 10 p.m on the dot i'd feed him his bottle (laughs) put him back down and he'd sleep until he was like ready to get up and then i'd bring him in for real feeding and I'd cra- I'd catch some sleep. It was there you it go. Was glorious. Yeah. Played a lot of Divinity Original Sin too. Oh, good one. That way, yeah. Uh, I've been uh, uh, I I broke my my 3ds back out, and so I've been playing uh, the uh, Ocarina of Time remaster. Nice on there. Nice. So that's been fun. <laughs> oh, I bet. All right, moving right along. Uh, this one was kind of interesting. According to TechCrunch, uh, GoDaddy said, or according to TechCrunch, GoDaddy has tried to sneak a breach disclosure into an SEC filing as yeah. a way of like circumventing <laughs> filing and notification requirements. Uh, it's like, no, 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 we we told someone. It's not the way it works, GoDaddy. Anyway. Uh, GoDaddy is being accused of having a data breach where over 1.2 million user accounts were exposed. Uh, this includes users, email, and hashed passwords, although we all know if you have a hashed password, it's just a matter of time before you get the unhashed password. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, the breach occurred around September 6th. GoDaddy said it discovered the breach last week on November 17th. It's not clear if the compromised password was protected with two-factor th- two authentication. Uh, but yeah, 1.2 million active and inactive managed WordPress users. Uh, email, customer numbers, and uh, some other information was exposed. Uh, again, breaches happen. Breaches happen to everyone for a variety of different reasons. How a company responds to a breach is the telling point of should you trust company A or company B. Right now, I'm feeling like GoDaddy's getting around to D. They did notification. They obviously had uh, data stored, what I would assume to be properly. Hash passwords, separate systems. Uh, and so there wasn't a lot of crossover in what what was actually acquired. Uh, however, there is one, one thing that is uh, a little bit glaring in this. And if I scroll a little further down the article, in some cases, the customer's SSL private key was exposed, uh, which means that you could technically sign code and upload it to a customer server and have it run as a signed secure uh, item or even decrypt HTTPS traffic intended for a user's site. Uh, So that's not a good thing, Uh, but it is difficult to store SSL certs for so many customers. I'll I'll grant them that. Uh, But I'll give them probably like a B for data storage and probably a D for their response to the incident. They've been very slow about notifying. They uh, discovered the breach on November 17th and then they tried to like just sneak it into an SEC disclosure and and just recently started, started sending out emails to, cu- to affected customers. Uh, man, two and a half months is a long time for attackers to be able to take advantage of that data. Uh, yeah. 
<clears throat> would have been nice to know, I don't know, two months, month and a half. Month and a half ago, you know, end of September, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now this did affect only users who were using WordPress and hosting directly with GoDaddy. So this doesn't affect just GoDaddy registered domains where your host is somewhere else or DNS redirects or anything like that, uh, or sites where you're using GoDaddy for hosting and you're not using WordPress. So there was something about the WordPress API that allowed people to exfiltrate data. Um, and again, everyone has breaches. Um, I'm kind of curious on WordPress's stance on this because they're not saying anything at this point. Uh, I mean, WordPress is kind of like notoriously like insecure anyways. They've, like, they've had a lot of security issues, although they're also a very broad target. And so, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, obviously you have some like WordPress power users out there, but if somebody just wants an easy to manage blog or like a static web page without any sort of like front-end web development skill like you can just throw in you know wordpress add a couple plugins and and you're good to go but the thing is is if like you're not security conscious already then having wordpress itself is sort of like again it's like anybody who uses WordPress, you know that the way that you access like all of your sort of like blog management mm -hmm. stuff is through like, a, you know, a unique URL that is technically accessible to anybody. And then they could just sit there and like brute force your password. Right. Um, which is like the number like and you could oftentimes if you have a, a WordPress um you know, if you use WordPress yourself and you're tracking statistics and things like that, like you can see people accessing that domain or that URL and tr and triggering a ton of attempts to get in. So that's yeah. when having a lengthy password comes in handy. Um, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's the exact one I was thinking of. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna mention XKCD. And you beat me to it. Um, but yeah, and then Ben here says most WordPress issues stem from bad plugins. Yeah. Like, yeah, every plugin that you use is like another vector of, exactly. of insecurity. It, like I said, WordPress is a very broad attack surface. Uh, and so you, you're only as secure as your most insecure link. And WordPress, for better or for worse, has a lot of insecure links, a lot of insecure plugins that they depend on third parties for uh yeah. and inherently you have to trust those third parties so yeah. how and far does that trust important. extend and how right. how deep does the damage go when there is a breach in this case it could have been a third party plugin that tied into a wordpress api that allowed them to access godaddy's internal database like yeah. we don't know we don't know what the full attack vector was yeah exactly and that's another reason why it's important that, you know, you're vetting the plugins you're using and you're keeping them all up to date, including WordPress itself. You got to keep it up to date, baby. Um, so, yeah. I use WordPress to host all my podcasts. Yeah. So not on GoDaddy, though, <laughs> suckers. 
Thanks for burning that sponsorship opportunity, right? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Who uses GoDaddy in the chat? Sound off if that's you. I want to hear, not to make fun of you, just to legitimately know, because to me, I got to admit that like their marketing scheme never made sense to me. Cause like, when was the first time you ever heard about GoDaddy, right? Danica Patrick. Exactly. And <laughs> like, what was, was it ever made clear what they did? Uh, no, in their ads, they actually were pretty good about mentioning that they were web hosting and domain name lookup and, and things like that. Oh my uh, God. But uh, not a lot of people heard what they said. <laughs> The first, I swear to God, the first GoDaddy ad that I ever heard, they never mentioned web hosting. They literally just talked about, like, they, I think they use some buzzwords about business and things like this, but I swear they never used the word web hosting. And I don't know, maybe they did, but I also wasn't, like, you know, distracted by Danica Patrick either, but... um. I just thought the whole thing was weird. And I literally, I, I'm pretty sure I was like in my early 20s before I knew what GoDaddy was. And it was because I was looking at building websites and uh, my friend had a, a hosting package with GoDaddy and mm -hmm. allowed me to test uh, some things out. Um, and then I was like, oh, that's what GoDaddy is? So yep. there you go. There's Rhett, the Rhett Weisenfels life story. <laughs> life and death of GoDaddy, according to Rhett. Uh-oh. Big, big spoon uses GoDaddy. Of course he does. Yeah, see, Rom says 2007 Super Bowl. That's the first time I heard about them. Yeah. I swear that was that had to have been it, because I thought it was a Super Bowl ad. Um. Yeah, no, their their early ones were mostly Super Bowl ads. Two thousand seven sounds about right. Does the Super Bowl matter to non Americans though? I've heard this it's is, still an event. Like this, like is people so still weird. turn still tune in. Um, Rom, do you like American football? Well, it's kind of like for Americans anymore. The World Series, like I don't watch baseball, but I'll watch the world series especially as we get into games four and five you know and, and yeah, we're okay. starting to like decide things hmm. okay fair enough i mean like yeah when you're hoping the cubs I'll watch, win the world series I'll, I'll watch wimbledon like like i'll what? i'll watch the big events okay you would watch them no i you no i do watch tennis i i i don't watch golf not even the masters Screw golf. What's wrong with golf? Everything. You watch Wimbledon. Yes. But you got something wrong with golf. Yes. What's wrong with golf? Uh, Golf, you might as well just... Golf is kind of like the Yahtzee of board games where you're not really competing with everyone else. You're just trying to get the lowest score and the lowest score wins. There's nothing the other yeah. player can do to affect your golf game. Right, so, it comes down to just pure skill. Right, but there's also pure skill in reaction and 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 whatnot in a competitive sport. Golf is not to me a competitive sport; it's a solo sport because you're well, not the... you're golfing against someone else, but that someone else has no influence over your golf play. 
Jeff, go play 18 holes with a complete stranger while drinking and tell me it's not competitive. Well, I okay. can't because golf clubs don't fit me at all. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I can't go and rent golf clubs that are made for someone who's six foot five in all arms. Like it doesn't That's work. True. So, That's true. So part of it is like a little bit of a, a grudge against like I've never been able to truly learn how to play. That's a good point. Yeah. It's not very cost effective if you're too tall. Right. Because so, I mean, look, I'm not going to sit here and actually defend golf. I did play golf in high school um, and I still kind of enjoy, you know, hitting a few balls. But um, I learned how I had to learn to play with clubs that were probably like two or three inches too short for me. And that was miserable. That's cute. Like, what's that? <laughs> I said, That's cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I gave you those, if I gave you those, they'd be like eight inches too short yeah. for you. Like these supposed to land just below my kneecaps. What? You like you could probably do it, but it wouldn't. It's not, uh, you know, very um, ergonomic. Right. It's not just. Yeah, it'd be bad. But remember yeah, to square anyway. your shoulders, Jerry. <laughs> A lot of people using um, GoDaddy in chat. A lot of people using GoDaddy. Yep. I have used them before. I have a GoDaddy account. Um, they're they're not my primary go-to DNS registrar or web host or anything like that. But sometimes you find a project and they're what fits. Yeah, got a bunch of people not for hosting, just registrar. I prefer Bluehost yeah. or Google Domains. Yeah. I I personally I buy all my domains now on Google, um, but I I host on HostGator. Um, and only because years ago I was affiliated with HostGator and I don't know, I just never left their, their little ecosystem. So it's <laughs> how they get you. It's like here, here's $7, right? Uh, actually it was $35 per sign up. Wow. So, Look at you yeah, rolling in some, 70 bucks. May, oh, I made quite a bit actually. <laughs> I made quite a bit. Uh, the D sends over 40 Canadian rupees. Uh, X going to give it to you. Yeah, no, that is his theme song. Uh, congrats to Mrs. Craft Computing and you, and happy holidays to the clan. Make sure to get some terrible Santa photos of the kids for all of you to chuckle at later. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've always been a little hit or miss on Santa photos. Like, they're fun if the kids are enthusiastic about it. I'm not the parent to like, no, you have to sit on Santa's lap and damn it, we're going to be happy. Yeah. Because all you're going to get is this screaming, terrified picture that you're going to pay $40 for and be pissed off for the rest of your life that your child's not smiling. It's like, there's no point to it. And if you're that, if you're that parent, loosen the F up. <laughs> for real. Life is too short to, to worry about children screaming at Santa. We had a tough choice. Um, well, the the other company I work for, Jeff. I don't know if you know this, but I do moonlight as another professional in a completely other industry. I, so. I do understand that. <laughs> uh, you'll be you'll be talking to HR as soon as the office opens back up on Monday. The, it was the non compete, right? Yeah. Dang it, yeah. I knew it. Um, if it helps, is in an unrelated industry, but I I think I recall mm. that non compete applied across the board. Yes, full spectrum non compete. Yeah. It was that um, your anyway. life belongs to me. 
the other the other place I work there, you know, they're throwing a Christmas party, and uh, it, it was a big debate in our household because they really want everybody to bring their kids, and it's like they're going to have a Santa, they're going to do all this sort of stuff, and it's I don't work for a huge company. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a lot, it would be a lot of people. It's a small space, all this sort of stuff. It's like, man, do we bring, do we bring the kid out for Santa, for the Santa photo op or what do we do? You know, I don't know. It's still, still a bit shaky out there, folks. We're probably going to play it safe. Yeah. Like I have for two years now, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, D sends over five more Canadian rupees. Thank you so much, D. Uh, Big Big Spoon, $1.99. Dignation, hashtag Kevin Rose, hashtag Alex. Uh, yes. Cool. Hey, I heard, isn't Kevin Rose coming back to the new G4? Or did I make that up? Uh, Kevin up. Rose. He was like on G4 back in the day, on the screensavers. Um... He founded dig.com for those familiar with yeah. dig, which was cool for all of like three and a half years. Actually, I'm pretty sure dig.com is still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dig.com is. is still a thing. Um, you know, given that one of the results is, uh, Kevin Rose net worth. I don't think he's going to bother coming back to G4. Like him and Olivia Munn are living pretty good lives. Separately, well, is obviously. She, is she not coming back to Olivia Munn? Uh, haven't heard anything official. Huh. I saw a list of everybody coming back to G4. Yeah, there's Kevin Pereira. There's. So Adam Sessler. Adam Sessler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched the the first attack of the show. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. So, I should have watched that. Yeah, it it was really cool to see to see that show back on the air in some semblance of an or another. You know. Yeah. Back on the air. I watched it on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's see. I'm sorry. I got it. I'm searching for the the list of people I saw, but yeah. not finding it. Uh, Drake wants to know. Uh, a lot of the old hosts are coming back to G4, so maybe we can start to petition you for a guest spot. Um, that would be incredible. But dare I say, Epos Vox deserves it more than I do. Like, <laughs> like if you want to petition to me, you are more than welcome. But honestly, I want to throw all of my my cred and any of my audience who wants to see me on there behind Depos Vox because that dude went to college to become like a G4 on-screen personality and then they folded right about the time that he was finishing. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the dude deserves it. <laughs> that and beyond the beer thing, he has a much uh, much tighter niche than I do. Like I've, I've really gotten into the server side of things and my channel has kind of evolved into the, the server and the weird GPU guy. Um, could have been the wish.com guy, but I, I fought that demon. Uh, no, you shouldn't have. <laughs> it's not too late, Jeff, man. We would all be living such better lives. If I had, <laughs> if I had just done like a wish.com unboxing channel, like man, I'd have already I'd have late. already bought a house for you, Rhett. 
Like, yeah, I know, I know. I was looking forward to it. There was a lot of promises in there. Yeah. One could say there was many wishes unfulfilled. Yes. Okay, that was a bad one. I'll try again. Speaking of wish.com, there is a uh, issue in France right now where France yeah, France wants to remove wish.com from oh, search engines. Story even. Yeah, no, that's why I did the segue. See what, see what I did there? No, that was great. I, uh, <laughs> damn it, Rat. I butchered it. See what I did there. Anyway, it was, it was brilliant. France, I thought you were just like talking, making conversation. I was, and I made it relevant to the segue. All right. Let me step that out. That segue way. had layers. This. If you're done, if you're done derailing this show, I'd like to continue. You, you got it. <laughs> France has petitioned search engines and app stores to remove Wish.com in the name of consumer protection. Uh, to the shock of no one except the LA Lakers. Uh, so for those who don't know, uh, Wish.com is a site that kind of got famous because a lot of people started unboxing their products. And I, I deeply, deeply apologize for that trend that I started. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, they've been in the eyes of a lot of consumer protection agencies as of late because anyone can sell on Wish. There's no uh, requirements to be on there except that you don't get caught selling scam items or, or counterfeit items too frequently. Uh, and in Wish's defense, they say, well, as soon as we're alerted to a potential issue with one of our sellers, we remove those sellers from the storefront. The problem is, I don't know that I've ever seen a a legitimate seller on a Wish.com storefront. Like, if you've ever browsed the store, uh, it's comical, the, the things that are on there. Um, yeah. Now, I've bought some stuff from Wish.com, not just for, you know, the, the one YouTube video, but... Uh, I, I've tried to buy like hoodies and and knockoff sunglasses and things like that just for for fun. Like, hey, it's two dollars. Let's let's see what happens. And uh, nothing has topped the first experience. But uh, kind of like when you go to Burger King and you're like, I'd like a Whopper, and then you get the Whopper and you're like, that looks nothing like the picture. Yeah. Uh, that's the description for like every Wish.com interaction I have ever had. Uh, I'm familiar with the difference between, uh, uh, foreign and U S sizing charts. Like, like I'm a U.S. large and I'm, I'm a Chinese double XL, sometimes triple XL. Uh, knowing this, I'm okay buying clothing from Chinese retailers and outlets and whatnot and getting them in and going, Oh, that's a cool design. And Hey, look, it fits perfectly because I ordered the right size. Uh, Knowing that, I've gone to Wish.com and bought, like, hoodies. And I bought them in, like, triple XL. And they barely fit John. Because <laughs> uh, he's tiny. Yeah. Yeah, John is a, is a, is a slight little human. Uh, but, yeah, I think the last five clothing orders that I did from Wish, he got them all because I don't know anyone else who would wear them. Yeah, I bought a backpack off of Wish, and ironically, it has become one of my best. Mm. 
backpacks. It's small. It's kind of one of those really stupid tactical style ones. It's got all the strappy straps and it's green, you know, like I think like 511 makes, you know, I don't know, makes their own version. I bought the wish.com version for $5 and 50 cents. Yeah. And uh, not disappointed. Uh, all oftentimes the little plastic buckles will break on it. Um, and then I just take the two straps and I tie them together and I've not had any issues. That backpack has been to every country and continent that I've traveled to carrying, uh, my water bottle, like a trusty sidekick, uh, oftentimes carrying more than just that. It's been to Vegas with us. It's, it it's has carried been camera Vegas. batteries. It has carried camera batteries and, and you're like, tripods you're like, I have and... a favorite bag and I'm like, I know that bag. Yeah, that's the one. I for, yeah, and I was like, look at this, dude. We could put the tripod in these, sla yeah. these slots over here, and we could do this. Yeah, that's the one. It also happened OBS to lose just crashed. my water bottle. There. Fiddle. Okay, sure. it's, it says we're going. Okay. Okay, your camera feed is not going to come through, but okay. Mm, that's a sad okay. day. Because... Okay, we're back. We're back completely back we're back on yeah oh okay uh OB obs literally just crashed on me okay guys you know what that means we gotta we gotta ditch this open source crap and go to Streamlabs obs am i right no just me okay just, just kidding just you slash s <laughs> slash s uh, yeah let me let me go go subscribe to like every single single Streamlabs service for things for everything else that's like open source you know from the guy who obviously doesn't like open source yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> god dang it drake <laughs> uh have craft computing guest star on g4 using my pirate hat thank you so much buddy <laughs> uh, might as well share it on youtube here we go change.org have craft computing guest star on G4. You know, as as like the the local beer expert or you know the our our resident beer drinker. Like, I'll totally fill that gig for sure. For yeah. sure. Um. Oh, can I leave a comment? How do I do that? Don't let me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Yeah, Wish.com is trying to be banned, or they're trying to ban Wish.com from French search engines and app stores. Uh, and I made a crack about the LA Lakers, but remember, the LA Lakers are sponsored by Wish. It says so right on their jerseys. Uh, and I I couldn't believe that sponsorship when I first saw it. And, and now I just laugh every time I do. Yeah, what are they trying to change the Staples Center to? Uh, oh, it's the Crypto.com Arena. Oh, geez. That's even worse than the Ten Wish.com year Arena. deal. That's stupid. It, it's no longer the Staples Center because apparently Staples couldn't adapt to a changing marketplace. Uh, now it's going to be the Crypto.com after the, the Christmas game. The Crypto.com okay. Arena. That's really stupid. Kind of like, kind of like Portland. I refuse to call it the Moda Center. Uh, yeah. Nothing says we're taking care of our insurance 
or our, our insurance customers by spending $50 million on naming rights for a stadium. But hey, medical costs went up, so I guess so do your premiums. <laughs> okay, this, this just uh, shows that didn't you get how, old like, for like 10 freaking years in a row. Right. This this just shows you how like out of touch I am, I guess, with brands because I didn't know what GoDaddy was. But like, you know, we had the quote unquote Red, out center, of touch, right? No. Yeah, I know. Uh, wide screens, nah, get them out of here. Uh, <laughs> but we had the Moda Center for years, and I was like, what the hell is Moda? Insurance. And I still Health wonder insurance. that. I know that yeah. now, but yeah. I mean, I figured it out, Jeff. I'm just saying. Never like, once has a health insurance company needed to advertise that they are a health insurance company because all those discussions happen behind closed doors with with officials and union reps and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't need to sell to the average consumer. There's no such thing as brand awareness for a health insurance company. Uh, about the only one might be like Kaiser, uh, who does do direct patient insurance sales. Uh, so I, I can kind of see that one, but like Moda's not accepting individual people. They they do broker deals for for companies and corporations. Yeah. They don't give a, and then, and then in one hand, you're gonna say, oh, sorry, you know, rates are going up and those darn doctors are taking, taking everything. Oh yeah. Yes, actually. All right. We might be going again. We might be back up. Hold on. Oof. Stand by. Stand by. Hey, all right. We are going again. There we go. Hooray. All right. So I have declared myself captain of the skins team, which makes Jeff the captain of the shirts team. And uh, I already have overwhelming numbers on my side, Jeff. I hate to tell you this. Um, people are tired of wearing clothes and I've won them over on that simple, on that simple fact. They don't want to do it anymore. So your ram has attempted to store a two would you like to proceed uh i didn't click yes but it did anyway uh no i got a, <laughs> i i got hold on uh here it is here, here's my my new blue screen uh, uh, yeah nice nailed it uh uh, I already told Jeff, guys, but a crash like that, it does call for some whiskey. It does. Um, I have this beautiful decanter filled with only the finest American seven crown. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to get some whiskey. Hold on. Oh, it's been one of those weeks. Guys, remember when I said last week it was just filled with nonstop victories for Rhett? Uh, this week... Not so much. Luckily, there's a new human being we get to welcome to the earth. So, you know, it's not all about me, uh, which is fine. You know, as much of an attention complex as I seem to have coming in front of you guys week in, week out, uh, I, I, I can yield center stage to a baby, you know? <laughs> You'll have to review the tapes for that one, Joe. Uh, I'm going to have to. <laughs> oh. I was just telling everybody that you know that uh, 
the reason why I needed to drink whiskey is because, you know, last week for, for old Rhett Weisenfels, just a week of nonstop victories, but this week, not so much. Um, and then I, and then I mentioned your new baby. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I actually picked this bottle up tonight. Uh, I wasn't quite planning on opening it yet, but what the heck? Uh, from Rogales and Spirits, it is the Rolling Thunder Stouted Whiskey Cask Strength. Woo. Uh, there it is. So handwritten, 58.13% or 116 proof. I dig it. I um I get that bottle every year as a Christmas gift. So yep, looking forward to that. It, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how it is. I I got this one last year as well. So yeah, it's a good one this time of year. So ooh yes, it's got like a red wine smell to it this year. Yeah. Mine smells like a Canadian imitation of American whiskey, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, this is a great bottle. In my opinion, it's slightly overpriced. It's about $80. Um, it could probably be 60 if If I'm like comparing it to other offerings in the 50 to $60 range, I'd put it there. Not that I'm disappointed at 80 but close. Uh but I mean, that's that's like that's expensive for a bottle like that. Yes, it is very. I would expensive. say even sixty is too much. I would pay sixty for it, but sixty is too much. Yeah, like I'd like to see this in the fifty to sixty range. Eighties, eighties pushing it. Um, I was gonna say like forty-five to fifty-five, so not too far off. I'm yeah, pulling. I'm yeah. splitting hairs here, but yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's a fantastic bottle. Uh. That is 100% Oregon grown, raised, aged, everything. Whiskey finished in the same Oregon oak barrels that were used to age our Rolling Thunder Imperial Stout. So kind of like the Jameson uh, Stout Edition, uh, this is aged in Imperial Stout barrels uh, after it's been aged in New American or New Oregon oak. Nice. So, their uh, dead guy whiskey is pretty good too. It's not too bad. Yeah, um, and and that's their their standard offering. This is the uh, the dead guy whiskey that's then been aged in the stout barrels. Yeah. Ah, good stuff. Good stuff. Delightful. Um. Uh. Yeah. Sorry, just making sure we didn't miss any super chats there, team. I don't know. I didn't see any. It, uh, <laughs> why is that, Jeff? Did something happen? Whew. Guys, we do appreciate y'all sticking with us. We it's do. Been a you know a little bit of a different show, but uh, different doesn't always mean bad. So that's only a sip. Yeah, it's also one hundred and sixteen proof. <laughs> yeah. It is okay to sip whiskey. Yeah. And and that's all I really wanted of this. 
the truth the of the whiskey. matter is something something that's 116 proof is probably meant to have a splash of water. Like if you want to taste mm -hmm. the flavor of it, it's meant to have just a little bit. Um, it's going to fill your glass a little bit more. So put a little bit in there. <laughs> you know, you like to drink it neat. You don't need much more than that. It's 116 proof. Yep. Okay. You got nothing to prove when you drink it alone. And technically Jeff is in that room alone. So, right. Well, <laughs> you're here with me, right? Well, that, hey, you know what? That's true. That's true. The, the digital age has brought us very far. So. Yep. 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 Oh, where were we? Hmm. I don't even remember. We were talking about, well, France and Wish, and we were talking about the Staples Center and the Lakers. Right. Um, healthcare. Pretty sure I was about to go on an epic rant about healthcare, but <laughs> y'all have to check the director's cut for that one. Off air, he was just going for it. I was ripping it, dude. I was ripping it. He had to text me. He's like, dude, cool it. OBS dude, crashed. you blue screened my computer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, are you telling me that the big the healthcare industry does not want us to talk about big healthcare is trying to keep us silenced over here? They got those <laughs> they got those sleeper agents ready to just press the kill switch on your stream whenever I start ripping on them. American Cosworth says, "I just watched an entire bite my bits episode in the time you lost connection." <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. Dude, Cosworth has just been letting him rip all day. He's got me on the ropes in the super secret chat on the Discord. He called me Kane from Command and Conquer. Just not a big fan of that. Which is like, I've, it's also not the first time I've heard the joke, so. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, my next beer, I think I'm going to call a mulligan on this one. Uh, it's a good beer. Don't get me wrong. But for someone who's only had two beers in the last week, uh, I don't think I want to go quite this hard. Like I'm like the don't do it yeah the the eight percent was was pretty good and then the little mm. whiskey just kind of went Ooh, that's a little little much so i think i'm gonna go find a nice light beer uh i was gonna drink the 2021 sierra nevada oh. narwhal don't do that yeah and i'm just going you know what i i think i want to wake up tomorrow uh i think i did <laughs> leave a rainier in your fridge so all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go go diving all right so give me like something. 10 seconds here Oh, 10 seconds. I can give you more than that. How y'all doing out there? He's going to be looking for a rain near. That is the domestic beer of the Pacific Northwest. And I know some of you are thinking, well, is that Olympia? No, it's Rainier. Uh, you see it's brewed with Yakima Valley hops. It's delightful. It's golden. And it's tasty and smooth. Best drank cold, not too cold, okay? This isn't Coors Light or Bud Light we're talking about. No, we're talking about Rainier, okay? All right. Uh, from Odd Story Brewing Company <laughs> comes the Monkey's Heart IPA clocking in at 6.4. <clears throat> now, 6.4 is not a light beer, Jeff. It, it's not even close. Where I come from. No, it, it's yeah, a full from, it's a full four percent lighter than the narwhal. I come from roughly speaking the same geographical area as you. 
<laughs> and that is not a light beer. Okay, from whence I came uh, as... <laughs> so let's include like bloodline and history of heart what? disease. And... <laughs> uh, My people invented beer, Jeff. <laughs> and mine perfected it. Oh, dang it. He got me again. Oh, snap. Uh, I'm a little conflicted on this one because it says drink fresh from can. Do it. Follow the instructions. I'll follow the instructions. I... What do you get to lose? That dude, kudos to them for putting that right on right. there. Uh, it's it's literally right there. Drink fresh this from again? can. This uh, is... Odd story brewing. Odd story. Yeah. Um, no, that's great, man. That's the thing. Like how many, in, in, in when I was coming into uh, craft beardom, if you will, uh, the big debate was like the proper way to drink a fat tire, amber ale and down <laughs> in my neck of the woods, you'd go and you wanted to buy a six pack of fat tire, amber ale. Well, you'd get it in bottles, but then you go up North a little bit. There's this little town called Portland. And in Portland, you don't drink fat tire from a bottle. No, sir. You drink fat tire amber ale from a can. And if you got it your way, you get in a little tall boy there, a 16 ounce or a pounder, if you will. Uh, and people swear to God that the tin can makes the beer. It brings out the caramel flavor, which I tend to believe. So if Odd Story Brewing is telling you, drink their beer from the can well i have to maybe accept the fact that they know how their beer is drank what do you think um i've talked about this before and the reason that i have so many different varieties of glassware is what you drink from really does make a difference yeah uh, so if they designed the beer to be best drank from a can who am i to argue with that uh Although I do like being able to take in more of the aromatics and, and a can really doesn't allow for that much. I like being able to look at the beer. Like for me, yeah, it's more sure. just the experience of that's halfway, you know, that's a halfway yeah. decent beer. For me, yeah. it's the full picture of what is the beer. And right. you don't get that in the can. No, but so, you get to look at a cool picture every time you pick it up. I so. do. And this is a cool picture. And green is my favorite color. Looks like there's some sort of animal on the can. Uh, there's, I don't know if that's a gorilla or a bulldog. Looks like a gorilla from here. I mean, it is Monkey's Heart IPA, but. There you go. Yeah. So it's maybe not an ape, but a monkey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. You know. Maybe they need the little glug, glug, glug action coming out of the can to sort of oxygenate it a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And and even the whole debate with, with glassware, you know, I, I know a lot of people who sometimes say, well, this type of beer is meant to be drank out of this glass. This type of beer is meant to be drank out of that glass. And honestly, while I think there is a good sort of general guidelines that you could follow sometimes it comes down to personal preference mm -hmm. you know um like a lot of people talk about drinking dark beers out of like stemmed glasses and things like this stemmed tulips is like a big one um 
or you have like the Pilsner glass, which is meant like, you know, supposedly there's something there with the lip that I don't, I don't quite know. Maybe it helps the smell get into your nose better. Um, well, it's like drinking a Glen Karen or drinking whiskey out of a Glen Karen glass, um, where the glass is shaped and designed to be filled a, to a certain level to help mm-hmm. the aromatics better express themselves out of the beer and for you to appreciate them better. Right. Um, yeah. Cause as you're tilting it, things happen. Right. You don't get that same, you know, drinking neat experience out of a rocks glass or out of a shot glass. It, right. it is a different experience. And, and I very yeah. much hold to that for different types of beers. Now, for some beers, it matters dramatically more than others. Um, you know, I, I much prefer drinking from an English pint or a stout glass when I'm drinking a stout um, yeah. versus uh, for IPAs. Yeah, you could get a fancy IPA glass, which is the one with all the ribs on the bottom and then the bowl shape on top. Uh, but I That's an IPA glass? That's an IPA glass. Um, oh, whoa. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, the one that looks like it belongs on Quark's Bar. Yeah, yeah, that's an IPA glass, and uh, it, it's supposed to provide more nucleation sites to keep the head on your beer a little fresher and keep more citrus mm. uh, present in the flavor. <clears throat> um, you know why I think some people don't like craft beer enthusiasts? For that reason? Is because... <laughs> <laughs> Because of the term nucleation sites. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. Oh no! I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. I that was great. I just think like I heard that and I was like, oh god! Even I want to like laugh at me. Um, Yeah. No, but that's that's the truth. I do think that there there's a lot to be said about personal preference. And if somebody mm-hmm. has identified a way like the IPA glass that makes IPAs taste better, I'm willing to give it a go. Mm-hmm. But if I think the IPA tastes better out of a coffee mug, well, I'm going to drink it out of a coffee mug. You know, um, everybody knows wine tastes better. Red wine in particular, mm-hmm. and I'm talking like a good earthy Malbec from Argentina, uh, tastes better out of a 10 ounce coffee mug. So. <laughs> See, my problem is, I know this is a hazy IPA because I can taste that. Sure. I smell metal. I smell the can. I don't smell the IPA. It's not bringing the citrus to my nose and and getting like, oh, I've got a little like mandarin orange and this and that. I'm going, I taste, I taste tin. That's it. Uh, Maybe they wanted you. Oh, so oh. I I did okay, the first. Somebody get good story brewing on the on the phone right now. Odd story. Oh, Odd, what did I say? Good, good story? story. Yeah, odd story. If if I'm going to objectively review this, I tried it their way. I have some thoughts. I'm going to try it my way. I'm going to put those no. thoughts together. It's too late. Everybody knows you can't have half a beer in a can and half a beer in a glass and compare them. That's just not how it You can't works. like three minutes back to back. It's why tasters don't work because sometimes two ounces or four ounces of Yeah, but it's the beer, same beer. No, it's not going to work. You know what? You've you've ruined can, your own study. I can smell it here. No. I'm calling the science police. <laughs> <laughs> this is just bad statistical surveying here, Jeff. Uh, there's not enough data points. 
I thought you were a numbers guy. I am. Everybody, this this is the home lab guy on YouTube. I am. And, he's over and here. I know how to bend them to my favor. <laughs> well, fair enough. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Hey, I've been over here advocating the whole time for personal preference. If it wasn't working for you in the can, pour it into a glass. You gave it a shot. I they did. asked you to give it a shot. You did. I did. I, I can I'm already tell you the comedy. So I can already tell you I prefer it in the glass. Good. I'm glad. The delivery is a little bit smoother. Um, is it? It is. Are you sure though? It shouldn't have been out of like a tall pint glass. Uh. <sighs> You know, this is kind of like the nice middle of the road standard that you can pour just about anything into, including wine. Technically, yeah, this, those are my wine. Glasses. Technically, <laughs> this is a wine tumbler, um, but they're fantastic for beers that you want to open up a little bit. Um, and so stouts that you want a nice big head on. They're great for holy crap. Holy mother of Lord Mary. Zachary. Okay. At it again. Whoa. Wow. And and. You uh, you humble me, good sir. Y'all can see it over here. Zachary Solace with five hundred dollars. Not even a comment. Man doesn't even want to claim the fame, but we're gonna no. give it to him. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. And what a week to do it too! <laughs> wow. Um, Thank you, sir. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't even know. I, what I to don't say. even know what to say. Is... Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you, you he's been laying down the big super chats for weeks now. Uh, he's always had big contributions for Patreon, and here he is, just pumping it in late stage talking heads five hundred freaking dollars thank you uh Oof. yeah no that uh because of you guys and and i mean this collectively not not just to zach but especially to zach because zach just threw down 500 bucks uh because of you guys it makes the decision for me to just take a week off for real so much easier to make so much easier because you guys will be waiting here for me when I get back. Like, there's no one out there demanding that I post another video or, you know, hey, where where was Tuesday's video this week? And I thought you were gonna do the the Xbox three or the Xbox One S mod that I promised like a year ago. Yeah, it, it's still on the table. Uh, People still talking about that? Yep. Yep. Oh God. There's a couple other not, videos I'm that I've you. promised that I've never delivered on. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I'm not you. I get to reap all the benefits with like none of the stress. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it's because of of you guys and your support like this that I'm able to bring you this kind of content. I mean, it's it's a direct relationship here. There, there's no, I'm, I'm not pandering to you just just for super chats. I've I literally do this for a living now. This is my income. And you have no idea how cool it is to sit in a house that you guys help pay for. And yeah, I mean, for real, <laughs> it is so cool. And I am so thankful. 
So thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers to that. Strangely, the same could be said for my house, which is weird, but <laughs> you pay for more than one house. It's not even kidding. Like, <laughs> oh man. No, like, yeah, that that's fantastic. Like, that's the exact type of stuff. You know, a lot a lot of circles call that uh, like direct action. They call it, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there, there's a lot of words for it. But you're putting you're putting money in people's pockets, mm -hmm. and it leaves his pockets, and it goes to other people that are doing things. And uh, I don't know. There's a lot to be to be said about the way that we spend money and. I, I have never seen somebody throw it down like Zachary Solis did. So I don't know that that's just badass. Like what a baller move. He doesn't even have a chat in there. He wasn't like, <laughs> Hey, by the way, uh, the purple power ranger is my favorite one. I don't know why I said purple. It's not a purple power ranger, but the Z is purple. I think yeah. that's why I did it. It's probably yeah. Three. Ugh, God, I ruined this anyway. We all know it was Tommy. It was the Green Power Ranger was your favorite. The, thank you. That's exactly right. He came back as the White Power Ranger yep. eventually, yep. Um, which he was just the most baller one. He had those like golden pauldrons. I was kind of like Billy, the, the Blue Power Ranger, you know, the glasses, the nerdy guy. You yeah. know, the Red Power Ranger. God, what was his name at the time? Ryan? from that era no i'm sorry the actor that played oh, yeah. the red sorry. power ranger from that yeah. era of power rangers uh he came to salem for like a comic fest and he got roasted at our local comedy jason club lee there. scott it wasn't jason lee scott wasn't so jason lee scott no i i must no i mean i'm wrong about who it was okay gotcha. uh, gosh i wish i could look this up Yeah, Jason Lee Scott was the original Red Power Ranger actor. There's also Austin St. John and uh, Dockery Montgomery. Those are the only mm. Red Rangers. Yep, I butchered the whole story. I'm going to do one more. One more search to see if I can get the name. Yeah, maybe it was Jason. You said Jason, right? Jason, yeah. Yeah, maybe it was. Anyway. Uh, Rocky uh, DeSantos. He was the second Red Ranger. God, was it Rocky? God, that sounds right too, though. Jason sounded right. Anyway, I totally ruined it. He came to a small little comic Comic-Con that we had in Salem called Northwest, Northwest Comic Fest, I think. Um. And then he went to our comedy club that same day uh -huh. and he did a roast where he was like the guest of honor and got <laughs> roasted. That's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and my friend, yeah, my friend got to write because obviously, you know, you sit there, you get roasted and then the guest of honor gets a chance to roast everybody. Well, he didn't know everybody. Yeah. Right. So my friend wrote all the jokes for him about everybody <laughs> that was roasting him. That's great. And I guess I guess the whole thing was a big hit. I didn't get to see it, but I did meet him at Northwest uh, Comic Fest. That's awesome. So, 
yeah anyway sorry sorry to butcher that whole story yeah red is looking up marwin that's pretty much exactly what happened i was like red power ranger marwin no shit that's not the right one (laughs) we talked about this i keep doing it it's just it says autocomplete for everything somebody was like trash talking me in the discord the other day they're like when was the last time red played marwin and like i had literally fired it up uh the other day um just because i needed to test some mods had to happen (sighs) oh boy hey by the way did we have to do a linode sponsor we do thank you uh let me uh yeah talking heads Brought to you by the products and services that support this podcast slash YouTube channel. That's right. Let me uh, bring up said sponsor spot. I was going to do it. Like it was on my list right before we crashed the first time. (laughs) Right. Hey, you know what? You don't have to worry about crashing. Today's sponsor, (laughs) Linode. (laughs) If you've ever needed to host your own servers, whether it be for home or business, but don't have the resources or time to invest into hardware, power, cooling, or even space, why not let Linode host them for you? If it runs on Linux, it'll run on Linode. That includes the software for most of the tutorials on my channel, like how to run your own ad-blocking recursive DNS server, VPN gateway, your own cloud-based Plex server, and more. With shared CPU plans starting at as little as $5 per month and scaling up to as high as you need to go, you'll be able to find a hosting plan that fits your needs. Even if you do host your own servers, you can use Linode to keep a backup off-site. Because remember, RAID is not a backup. Linode also recently announced they are the first alternative cloud provider to have NVMe block storage available to all customers. In September, they began rolling out NVMe drives to all 11 of their global data centers. Best of all, storage rates will remain at the same low price they have always been. Visit linode.com craftcomputing and get a $100 60-day credit just for signing up for a new account. That's linode.com craftcomputing and thank you again to Linode for sponsoring today's episode. And now Rhett can drink for another day. Thank you all. I really appreciate it because as you saw when I was pouring my seven crown, it was getting a little low. Yeah. I mean, I got it on sale for $10 flat. You don't buy it by the handle? I mean, I should, but the problem is, is I feel like if I buy a handle of it, I'm just admitting that I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I do? You know what I do? Um, So upstairs, I have my 10 bottle bar which is my, uh, I have uh, this five by two uh, storage rack for, it's made made for wine bottles, but I keep liquor bottles on it. And that's my 10 bottle right. bar that I keep upstairs. All of those bottles are things like uh, Seagram 7 and uh, Gordon's London Dry and Bacardi White. It, it's my house liquors. It's my, if you want to come over and make a drink, this is 95% of what you would need as far as liquor goes to be able to make said drink. Enjoy. Like, it's open to my guests. Uh, all of those bottles, I bought the fifths of, but then I also buy the handles of, and I keep the handles downstairs under the cabinet. And so I get them for like $17 for a handle of, of Seagram 7. And then I just refill the, the fifth bottle and put it upstairs. Right. And then the bottle is always full. That's a good idea. And 
because, I mean, like a fifth will cost you 12 bucks. The handle is two and a half times the volume, and it's, what, 17, 18 bucks? It is oh, so the, much cheaper per the, ounce. The economic value of it is, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, yeah. okay? But, but so, an... so I bought the fifth bottle, so I also have the proper presentation and everything looks nice. I don't have That's to go, oh, problem. yeah, no, the one with the plastic topper is the, is the Seagram. Well, exactly. See, and I got enough decanters for everything that I really don't even need to keep anything in the bottle right. that I buy it in. But the problem is I go to the, I go to the liquor store and I'm like, I see the bottom of the bottle of Seagram seven and I could buy anything else. Right. And I see the bottle of Seagram seven and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, I feel a little bit like a cowboy when I grab it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Arthur Morgan over there in Valentine grab that bottle of whiskey it's gonna burn a little bit going down that's fine it's seagram seven crown right it's it's where the seven and seven gets its name from um and i just i I just can't help myself or if you want to be a real a real baller you go up to the uh the counter and they've got the fists behind the counter that are flat (laughs) they could kind of fit in your inside jacket if it's big enough the inside pocket I don't know why you would need an entire fifth on your inside jacket, but you don't hang out with the same people I do. Well, I mean, see, the problem is Jeff too. I also have like nightmarish flashbacks to CES when we bought the whole entire <laughs> handle of seven crown. And then <laughs> it's true. Like we just couldn't finish it despite our you, heroic. You know efforts. what's, you know, what's funny is, uh, so the, for the first couple of years I went to CES, um, uh, the first year I bought a fifth and I had like a third of it, uh, because we went to so many parties. Like I was never at the hotel room wanting another right. drink. Like right. I'm trying to sober up and, uh, <laughs> and, and get some sleep. I don't need another bit of whiskey right now. Uh, went with Rhett and we ended up buying a handle because we were there a couple days early and staying a day late. And so we were like, yeah, we're going to spend some time in the room. Um, I, th- it sounded reasonable. It sounded reasonable. Um, I think again, we drank, we drank less than a quarter of it. Like, like we got our money's worth because had we gone to a bar that would have been like one cocktail. Uh, and so it's <laughs> yeah. like, we definitely got our money's worth, but you know, we left behind three quarters of a handle of, of Seagram seven. Uh, then Steve and I went and, and I will <laughs> say, uh, the parties were, were downscaled slightly the year that Steve went. But only slightly. Uh, we we still had instead of five out of five for for open bar nights the the week of CES. I think we were four out of five, and one of them closed at ten. And so it's like we had to go elsewhere anyway. So we just went back to the room, and uh, all the people that I normally hang out with weren't available like the nights that I was open to hang out with them and do like after hours bars and things like that. And so Steve and I just went back to the room. God, I think we blew through like three fifths. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I just, I recall so many times like getting back to the hotel room and like looking at that thing. Like, I just wish I had it in me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a failure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's like even there was one night where we were just like uh we were so tired we like ordered in i was like even our last night we ordered pizza our last night we're like let's just eat pizza and watch tv (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just not do anything but that. What, what's... And I remember I had like a glass of whiskey and just being such a failure, I ate all my pizza and still had like half of this little glass of whiskey. I just couldn't do it after drinking so much that week. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I'm I'm happy to to you know say that Steve is a champion. He's a a champion. Yeah. Um. Whereas I'm just you know, I'm just me, just a little 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 baby rat over here. <laughs> what was really funny is our last night in in Vegas uh, with Steve is we even went out with some people, and we didn't drink the entire time uh like we were so done with drinking by friday uh that it was like do you guys just want to go bowling and shoot some pool somewhere nice <laughs> so that's what yeah. we did that would be fun that sounds great yeah uh yeah with steve was definitely the worst hangover i've ever had at ces uh Oof. where i woke up feeling like death uh yeah <laughs> i will say see that was one thing i just i thought about walking around with so because we had like early morning stuff every morning i was just like always thinking about that in the back of my mind i don't think i had a bad hangover yeah i don't think i did the, what the worst that i felt was that morning we filmed that silly video we talked about coffee Pretty sure I said buckle up way too many times. No, no, you you did the the buckle up on the show floor video. Uh, oh, and, yeah, and that was uh, that was video one because we hit the show floor the first day. Yeah, um, you're right. So we we did a little bit inverted. Uh, does Steve hold his liquor still? You bet your ass, Steve holds his liquor. I'm sorry, Novella Hub. When I use the word champion, <laughs> I don't do so lightly. Did, okay, did I stutter? We're talking about like Achilles here, okay? We're talking about we're talking about uh I don't know, another Greek hero. Jason, right? From the Argo. From, from the Red yeah. Power Ranger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh yeah. Steve's a hero. Yeah. Whew. Liver hurts just thinking about it. We do have a few super chats that we need to get to because these fools throwing down, following up Zachary over here, starting with the net guy, $33.33, a nice round sum. Diapers are paid for. On to the college fund for number three. Congrats and best wishes for 2022. Thank you so much, good sir. Uh, You are, are such a great, great dude. And a lot of fun to hang out with. And yeah, someone man. I would uh, gladly brave the Oregon Trail with again. For sure. It would be my honor. 700 pounds of meat and all. We're going we're gonna to make it happen. And this bastard only brings back 100 pounds. Like, you're just going to let 630 pounds of buffalo rot out? Like, I'll go back <laughs> for it. God. Wasteful. Uh, and then Andrew sends over $10 to the diaper fund plus one organic computer smiles. Thank you. Oh, cheers to that. That's cute. Yeah. For those that weren't tuning in at the beginning of the show, the newest edition. Oh, 
He's a cutie, and his son's pretty good looking too. There's something. Re- <laughs> that was a good one. Good dad joke. This is a good dad joke. They they just Excellent they're just so natural anymore. <laughs> I've never struggled I've, with dad jokes, and now there's. Uh. Well done. There is something in, incredibly magical about like the first few days of like a newborn. They're just like these little like brand new things, and then you find out like they do have these tiny like little personalities, sort of like ready to go. You know, you start figuring it out a little bit. Yeah. It's like yeah, there's a whole person there. You just gotta, you just gotta chip away, find it. So great. Uh, Novella Hub, five dollars. The net guy is winning the beard growing competition. Well, he got a heck of a head start. I, I will say. So I didn't, I didn't realize uh, I was, I was having to throw down. But I mean, I don't know if I'm included in this or not. But like, don't count me in. Okay, <laughs> I did go to a legitimate beard growing competition in aurora oregon mm. at the colonial pub and uh that is I a good pub just, actually dude that place is legit is. y'all want some good lunch pull on over on highway 99e in aurora at the colonial pub uh that place is fantastic i love going there like 17 it's... people know what we're talking about <laughs> right exactly not i mean just uh, watching i mean like globally <laughs> I pulled in there. Well, I went there once because my brother-in-law entered into a beard competition. And I get there, come to find out nobody had entered into the mustache competition, right? So you're looking at yours truly mustache champion wow. of the Colonial Pub. So while I can't grow beard, I'm 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 accepting of that. I get it. Let's discuss know. the weirdest town, though. King City, Oregon. Um, I can't necessarily dispute that. Although, have you been to Camden, Oregon? Wait, wait, wait. King City, Oregon is the weirdest city? No, it's not. What? I will say... is just like a little offshoot of Tiger? Yes, it is. It's it's on... Uh, it's like the Kaiser it, to Salem. It is. It's 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 on 99W, and it's the Kaiser of, Sal- of Salem. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. I feel like King City is just a very normal suburb. It's there. It's certainly a place. Wait, wait, wait. what's weird about it though? Because Cosworth, he's local, right? Yeah, he's he's, he he's localish. Yeah. What's weird about King City? Because he said yes, it is, but it is weird. I'll admit, maybe maybe he's more familiar with King City. I've spent a good amount I. of time in King City. That and along that stretch of of Tiger and on 99W and all along 99W, going to the Dundee and Newburgh and and all those other little shoots along there. Um, yeah, King City's not the one that stands out as weird. Their streets suck. Oh my god, their street designs suck. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, for but sure. but. Most but like that's suburban expansions too. do. Well, it's not even just King City. Yeah, I thought Portland's. Oh, and I thought Portland streets were weird. See, I was going to say Portland's streets are weird because it's a big city that was like never meant to be a big city. Right. It just was like it just grew well beyond its ability for city planners to like organize their Keep streets or whatever happens. Numbering. Yeah. So like. Portland sucks in that way. 
Um, Portland and Eugene so anyway, both suck in that way because uh, most most cities in downtown will use like the names of dead presidents for for street names, and uh, Eugene and Portland are no different to that. However, neither one of them put them in alphabetical or numerical order. <laughs> They're just no, randomly a, assigned. <laughs> it's in order of the city planner's wife's favorite presidents. Right, right. So, you know, go with that what you will. Um, yeah, mo- I feel like most cities in Oregon, and the problem is is that Oregon, it, where it's happening to us even right now. We are growing faster than we are prepared to. Yeah. Oregon, you, I used to hear a lot of people say that Oregon was like one of the best kept secrets. Um which I'd agree with, you know, when I was a kid, I was able to go places outdoors and never see anybody. And now, you know, I'm only 30 years old, but now I have to get permits to go to some of the places that I used to just dive in on spur of the moment, you know, late morning, early afternoon, uh, as far as the outdoors is concerned. And they're projecting that we're going to have half a million more people in like less than 10 years do, do you want to know now now hold on so the, there's a couple of call outs in the chat and i i, I want to call oh, out sure. novella hub here uh you guys have not seen saint paul minnesota's streets the former governor said it was designed by a drunk irishman that okay. may have been but that's fine could i could i put a better example of poor city planning and unpreparedness than bend oregon <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, they got roundabouts. Well, they got roundabouts. Like, I'll give them that. Like, at least they were thinking that far ahead. But the problem with Bend is you have three major highways in Oregon that all converge at different angles to Bend. And they all cut through the middle of Bend. Uh, none of... They, they all intersect, but all at different points. The city is not big enough for three highways to converge, and yet at the same time also has like 80,000 people. Um, But the the highways themselves are like the main thoroughfares of the city. But then on either side of each highway, they're completely different street names. Like you have A Street that connects to Polk Street across Highway 20. Yeah, that makes sense. And and it, it just depending on what side of the highway of which side of what highway you're on, you will be a different street name. And, and none of them run East, West, North, South. They're all just kind of, it's like this triangulation of, yeah, we don't it's know. All, it's all on the freeways. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That's ridiculous. a good point. And that, and that, and that is weird. I would imagine like once you get it, it's like, okay, maybe skull has a weird one. Uh, I've never heard this before. He says, as you go northwest of the loop in Chicago, the streets are in order of states as they joined the union. <laughs> I've heard that one before. Yeah, no, the, uh, I've, I've heard that one before. Um, yeah, no, uh, try to think of who else did that one. I'm drawing a blank. I know I've heard that before uh, for uh, for other than Chicago. Um Right. I, I would love to dream up a stupid order to put streets in. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems like a job that I was born for. Right. 
Cosworth did expand on his King City hate. He said, yeah, but all of the streets are named after the country that we left, which I assume must be England. Because uh, it's King City, right? King, yeah. King George. Um, kind of makes sense. Anyway, well, Bend is bad as well. St. Paul. I get, Cosworth is, is well-traveled, so he must just know what the worst what the worst places are but see i i live in small town oregon i was raised in small town oregon my uh hometown that i graduated high school from had like 2500 people my high my graduating class was like 50 uh and you want to talk about weird like my little town hosts like one of the largest german festivals on the entire planet yeah you want to talk about weird, man. Uh, let's talk about, I don't know. Are there other weird places in Oregon other than King City? I failed this. I failed this challenge. There's I was lot. just going to roll right into lot. it. But Oregon's a weird place, you know. Um, but I'll, I'll, Oregon, I'll diversity without actual diversity. Yeah, Mount Angel, dog. That's where I grew up. <laughs> the old Weisenfels. Uh clan over there stomping grounds yeah i like that cosworth got that just from me saying german festival well <laughs> if you if you are even tangently aware of mount angel oregon you know of the german architecture in that yeah. town and you're probably aware of oktoberfest because it's one of the largest oktoberfest that happens at least on the west coast I'm pretty sure it is the largest Oktoberfest mm -hmm. outside of Germany. Uh, we also have the largest Glockenspiel, which is like a clock tower with bells, mm -hmm. uh, like a cuckoo clock type situation with bells outside of the Rat House in, is it Munich? I imagine so. I think the Rat House in Munich is the largest. We're like the second largest. Don't know if that's true. Maybe I just made all this up. Uh, oh, be careful about. Yeah, we're not a. Did I say clan? Oh God, I must have. We're the worst. You did. We're not a clan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I will say is Mount Angel Oregon's Oktoberfest has the domain name Oktoberfest.org. Nice. <laughs> well, they kidding. probably they probably took org because. They are technically a nonprofit. Right. So uh, they run the Oktoberfest as like a nonprofit. The idea being that they generate all this income mm -hmm. and they donate. Like, honestly, look, there's a, you want to talk about politics. We can go into the politics of the Oktoberfest, you know, uh, 501c. Right. 501c3, they don't donate yeah. nearly as much money as they make. Um, they whatever i don't know i'm probably gonna get right on the crap list after this they're all watching um all 17 of them. there's yeah all 17 um but yeah anyway there, there's a there's a lot of stuff there but anyway <laughs> sorry 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 uh oktoberfest in mount angel is a volunteer effort by community members that is managed by oktoberfest inc a nonprofit corporation with an elected board of 17 people well, you said 17, and I thought you must have known. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that is great. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, that I was like, no, I was, he's, I was he trying to verify. No, it was a callback to the Aurora Colonial Pub. Seventeen oh, people. Right. So I oh, went all seventeen right, yeah. of them. And no, there's a elected official board of seventeen yeah. people that oversees Oktoberfest. I was trying to confirm or deny your largest Oktoberfest outside of Germany, and so I'm trying to find information while we're talking about it, but. Yeah, well, it is like the second or third largest event in Oregon mm -hmm. behind the State Fair. Yep. Um, and the so, Oregon Brewers Fest. Oh, yeah. Well, way bigger than the Oregon Brewers Fest. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But if y'all make your way down to the the annual Oktoberfest in Mount Angel, I do serve beer every year without fail at the beer house Friday night because see Oktoberfest runs Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Uh, it's, I believe it's the third weekend of every month of the sep of September. Sorry, not every month, third every weekend month. of September every year, the beer house Friday night, four to 8 PM. I'm serving beer. Come say hi next year. You got a while to plan this out. <laughs> <laughs> I expect to see uh, American Cosworth there after this, after just casually throwing Better out Darnwell, Angel, right. so. <laughs> Oh, And with that, it is now 10 p.m. And so concludes episode 211 here on Talking Heads. Thank you all so much for watching. If you like this video, hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe to Craft Computing if you haven't done so already. Follow me on Twitter at Craft Computing. Follow Rhett on Twitter at Rhett is Awesome or at Game Devs Quest if you're into that kind of thing. If you like the content you see on this channel and want to help support us in what we do, consider joining the Patreon. Link is down in the video description. As a bonus, you'll get exclusive access to the Discord server where you can take part in the super secret chat and the even more super secret after party after every Wednesday show right here on Craft Computing. Head on over to craftcomputing.store, grab yourself a pint glass and start drinking like a pro. And as always, we will see you right back here next Wednesday night. Cheers all. Cheers everyone. And cheers to Zachary. Cheers to Zachary. Cheers, Zach. My glass is empty, though, so. Cheers. I got you.